Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today, we will be chatting all about what you see when you close your eyes. So now it's time to grab your knitting or crochet or a drink and go on that walk because we're about to get started. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you guys too. Let's start with what's on our needles. Dina, take it away. Yeah, this week, um, my goal is to totally finish my color block blanket from 2022. I'm working on the second border edge and I have two more after that. So hopefully by the end of this week, I'll have that done. But that's what I'm knitting on tonight while I'm chatting. That's impressive. A blanket at the end of the year is the best. Okay, so right now I am knitting on the toe of my Christmas stocking. So it's coming to, uh, no, not the toe. I'm knitting on the heel. Excuse me. I finished the toe. I am on the heel. I just have to give you a little bit of a background on this though. Um, so I did finish the toe the other day and I needed to change my needle sizes. And that's when I learned that I actually knit the whole stocking on the wrong needle size. So today I know I was like, Oh my goodness gracious. So today I, um, I just, I got my, my, um, insert my liner out and I was like, Nope, it's going to work. So awesome. once I block it, it will work. And I just want to say any knitters who are listening, don't worry, blocking can fix everything. So that's what I'm knitting on right at this very moment. Yes. It it's awesome. It can definitely fix anything. And you know what I do, Kathy, I block it right on top of the liner. I do. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Natalie, I got it as close to the liner as possible. I tell you, and I, I know we're going to hear what you're knitting on, but I, you mentioned that to me last year and I had done four for one family and I wanted them to look really pretty, you know, uniform in size. And I did exactly that, what you said, and it worked out great. And so this is the fifth stocking for that family. And uh, it, it worked. looks so good. I can't wait to see it all done up. I love it. Gosh, I love it. <laughs> so cute. Um, okay. So I finished two things over the weekend. It was a big week for me. So I finished crocheting my crochet sampler. So I'm going to hold that up a little for you guys. Oh, to oh see. that looks my so good. I love yeah, I'm very happy with how it turned out. I just did a really short border. I did two rounds around, um, but I'm really pleased with how it came out. And it's definitely a heavy blanket, but the baby I'm giving it to, will take it right off to college. So it's fine. Um, and then I finished my two at a time socks. So I finally finished that heel that I was like procrastinating forever, but it's done. Those are done. They're a Christmas present. So I have new knitting on my needles. I'm working on a storn away throw for my friend, Erin. Well, it is for my friend, Erin. She knows about it. So it's not a surprise. Um, and it is for her bridal shower. And I am also working on the beret for beret class. So that's what's on my needles this week. Awesome. Stuff. Lots of good stuff. Great stuff. All right, guys. Are, are we ready to talk about what do you see when you close your eyes? Let's do oh. it. Okay. All right. So do we want to give some backgrounds on where this comes from or do we want to jump right in? I think we should give a little background. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so should I give the background? Yeah, if you want. I think oh. you're, yeah. 
Okay. So a little bit of background is I, I was in a yoga class a couple of weeks ago and it included the singing bowls, which I'd never experienced. And, um, after class, I was there with a friend who also knits. She asked me, did you see colors? And it really led me to go, what do you see when you close your eyes? My eyes were closed. Of course, it's an exercise where you close your eyes and I'm sort of meditating, but I said, no, I didn't see color. So um, it really led me to think about what is it that we see when you close your eyes? And that's the background. How's that? I love that. All right. Awesome. So Brianna, what do you see when you close your eyes? I see absolute darkness most of the time. I, um, when we were, when this question came about, I had originally thought about to when I was a little bit younger. I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but I used to like, especially before bedtime, like you close your eyes and there's almost like pictures or like film running through your head, but you can see it like in your eyes. That's what I originally thought of. But now, like I even closed my eyes before we got onto Zoom tonight and it's black not there's nothing there it's darkness <laughs> oh Brianna that just uh, like literally leads into this other comment that I'll make I'm gonna make it now because I was gonna hold back till we all answered but I'm right there with you Brianna I see nothing when I close my eyes I see nothing and now I keep doing the same thing I keep like closing the memory so often in different situations and going nothing nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing. um and what it I'm not gonna say any more than that I'll say it after Natalie tells us what she sees when she closes her eyes. Okay. So it depends. When I close my eyes during the day, nothing. But when I go to bed at night, I do see colors. Okay. Sometimes. I think, you know what it is though? I think if it's been like, I've looked at a screen for too long, I see color. Yeah. When like I close my eyes. flashy orbs. That's yeah. It's mean. like more like the color specs, like, you know, like the dots. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, I've been looking at screens for too long. And that's 99% of the reason that I see that. I don't think it's for any cool reason. I'm going to give you a cool reason. I think you're, I think you're going to find out that you actually see those colors for cool reasons, just like Brianna. Cause as I was thinking about this, like more and more, what is the difference of why I'm not seeing colors? Our knitting friend who does is very, you know, finds the calm in her day, finds the peace, whether it is her knitting, yoga, meditation, writing. And I realized that, I mean, I, you know, I knit too, and I do yoga, but I also fill my head with list. Mm-hmm. I always have a list happening in my head and my list is very black and white. My pencil is black and my paper is white. And so that's what I'm seeing. And I really started to think today and it ties into you, you as a child, Brianna, Mm-hmm. when you went to bed it was a magical time you didn't have list in your head no it was empty it was you were you had a clear mind I think it takes a clear mind listen to me I know nothing about any of this but I think it takes a clear mind to actually visualize without even realizing it the beauty of color and and Natalie so I think really when you're going to bed it is not um because you looked at the screen all day it is you're ready to visualize beautiful things, creative things. You're dreaming of, of creative things. So 
Maybe. I don't know, Kathy. I think I have a lot of lists in my head. I'm nervous. <laughs> you might have a good mix, though. Some lists and creativity. <laughs> Maybe my lists are in my head during the day, and that's why I don't see color. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when you go to bed, which is really good because, you, and you know, not to get next week's topic away, but we're going to do like a total... 180 we're going to go to the uh, you know if we're at the north pole right now we're going to the south pole next week because next week's topic is to-do list <laughs> oh, gosh. i could give you a whole dissertation on to-do lists. <laughs> get ready so that's it's a whole opposite but i think you know we have those to-do lists during the day we have those to-do lists at certain places but i think to be able to put them away gusty always uses this word with me compartmentalize to compartmentalize yeah. them before you go to bed um, which is when we spend most of our time with our eyes closed. What a great thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Compartmentalizing is much easier said than done though, especially, well, for me right now, just where I am in life, we have a lot going on with everything. My, my job roots, we're buying a house, we're having a wedding. So there are just like lists on lists on lists. And I am forever thinking of new things to add to those and everything swirls around in my head all day long on top of the stuff that I actually have to be doing in the moment presently and so there is really no compartmentalizing because it's all happening at the same time but like at night I've really been trying to almost to forget about everything going on I try not to like dissociate I don't know if if you guys have ever like done exercises like that like dissociation versus like being present in the moment I'm trying to be present while also forgetting about all of the other garbage that's happening all day long in my head it's very difficult yeah I, I, I can imagine because my mind wanders. It just wanders and wanders. And it's, you know, it's like that lack of focus for me. And it's just wandering, adding things to that list. I wish it was wandering to like places that it was forgetting all the other stuff in there, but we have to do that. We have to practice that compartmentalizing or what was that word you just said, Natalie? Brianna, it was dissociation from from everything. Yeah. Instead of having everything at the same time almost like not to forget stuff but to disconnect yourself from it right and I think that that would be good before bed because then you could like have those dreams that have pretty colors in them instead of this like nothingness (laughs) I I like that I I want that to happen I'm gonna try try to see some color tonight do you guys dream like do you dream in, in pictures I yeah mine are always like full like movie on the big screen dreams same yeah but I learned that some people don't dream in pictures they only dream in sound oh wow isn't that isn't that crazy yes that is I it's that is interesting to think about that like they're hearing it but they're not actually visually well, I guess that could be like, you're hearing the conversation, but you're not seeing the people who are having that conversation. Yeah. And I think too, it goes along with, so I was actually talking about this in a group chat with my friends yesterday. So it's funny that this is all kind of turning into the same, what do you see when you close your eyes? Mm -hmm. But we were also talking about like 
do you have an internal monologue? Because this is a whole thing that came up recently, I feel like out in the world of social media, people finding out that other people don't have an internal monologue. Mm -hmm. It's like only 50% of the population who actually can hear themselves talk in their heads. Really? And I'm a big list maker and I hear myself make those lists. Like I hear the words in my head and that's apparently not everyone does that. Huh. Well, I feel like I can hear myself talking to myself inside of myself, but most of my like list making or just like my thought processes are more writing. Like I could see myself writing something down or like um, remembering back to a note that I wrote down for myself and I can actually see that note written, but I can also hear myself talking to myself if that makes sense. Yeah. I was floored because I never shut up. So <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. So that's my, that's what I'm trying to figure out here is I can hear myself talking to myself and I talk to myself all the time yeah. um, because that's what knitters do. We get used to it. The day we start counting stitches, we talk to ourselves <laughs> in public, but um, if, if I'm thinking and not talking, I don't hear those words. I don't hear that. So that's, that's what's, I'm, I'm part of that 50% that doesn't hear. Is that right? Yeah. It was some sort of statistic about how many people, but it's, it's weird because, you know, when you are thinking a certain way to find out that other people don't think the same way or hear the same things yeah, is crazy. I think that's too, like part of the reason why I'm always shocked when I hear my voice on like a recording of our podcast or something, because that's not what I sound like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I talk to myself all day long. <laughs> now, wouldn't that be so interesting to actually, well, I guess we did this, you know, what I hear and what I hear, like what I hear in my, in my head when I'm talking like this right now versus when I listen to our podcast. Yeah. yeah. Two different voices. So this is going down a, diff- a different little bit of a road here, but like how people hear themselves or don't hear themselves it's sort of like, you always wonder like what goes on in other people's heads, you know? And my thing that, and this just came up a little bit today is colorblind. I'm fascinated with that because I'm married to a man who is colorblind. He is legitimately colorblind. And, you know, I just can't imagine that I can look at something that is green and not see green, but then see, I go to the other side of this. Well, maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe I think that's green, but it's not really green. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's interesting how we perceive things. Definitely. And the fact that like, these are not topics that we talk about in social conversation, like what you see when you close your eyes, like who, who came up with that? Who decided to like say that first and then have other people agree and disagree with them? Like, how do people figure these things out? Because it's all that the inner things that we do, the, the talking to ourselves, the what we see, you know, behind our eyelids, the, those are not things that we experience with other people. It is wild to me. It's, it's very philosophical. Don't you think we get like the theologians or I'm not theologians, I guess philosophers out there. But yeah. do you think too that some of it is, you know, it's taking the time to sit 
and get engaged in those conversations when time it's a time factor and and the knitters i just think that when we're knitting you know our our brains stir that thought process up so it is interesting who came up with that question <laughs> i don't know but here's another wild color thing i'm totally derailing this i'm sorry i'm a bad host today <laughs> humans can see three color spectrums that's how we see all the colors that we can see shrimp can see 12 channels of color and they can shrimp? detect uv rays yes shrimp can see like four times more color than human beings how wild is that that's crazy. So i bet if you were a shrimp and you closed your eyes you'd be able to see color <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of them too a lot of them but like colors we couldn't even perceive we would never even know what they looked like yeah okay and i'm just gonna say this i just have to say this what a waste. We should be able to do that. I mean, we right? need shrimp. Why does a shrimp need to see that much color? We need to. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So you that's my fun shrimp, color. Right? Yeah, you shrimp. Like the yeah. shrimp we eat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like like the things that crawl around at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. They see four times more color channels than we do as humans. Wow. I Googled it to make sure I was giving an accurate fact. It's accurate. Fact checked nice <laughs> all right then, where did you come upon that to begin with where was the first time you saw that TikTok. i wish it wasn't but it was tiktok good to know it's always TikTok. <laughs> to admit it. i know i learned so much from i'm on science tiktok mm -hmm. i'm very into science tiktok because i'm a little bit of a dork i like to know what's going on in space they keep me updated but this yeah. is one of the things that came up and i was a little bit floored so that's Absolutely. It was great. like, this is perfect for the color conversation we're about to have. <laughs> okay. So coming off of shrimp C12 color channels, should I try harder to see light? Brianna, how do you feel? About I try, that? try harder to see color. Or yes. Color. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I should try harder. I just don't know how, but someone's got to tell us how. Yeah. Ditto. I feel the same way. I feel like I should try harder because I feel like if I start to see color that I am at that calm, peace, creative, absorbing the energy. I think it's absorbing some of the energy that's coming to you maybe. So I, yeah, I think I should try harder to see color. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's something with that link between being calm and seeing color. And I do notice that, you know, my dreams are less vivid when I'm stressed out or when I can't calm down, I don't have as, you know, robust dreams or my dreams are panicky, you know? So I feel like there's something to that connection between color and calming down. So I think if I try harder to calm down, yeah, it'll, it'll just work out. <laughs> That's the hope. All right. I like it. Now, would seeing color keep you more awake, do you think? I, I don't know. I don't usually have a problem. Like, I guess if you're trying to go to sleep, I don't need a super dark room to do it in. As If I'm tired, I'm going to sleep no matter what. So I guess if I closed my eyes and saw some colorful things, I, it, I probably would still fall asleep. It's almost like, I, I wouldn't imagine that any color you're seeing when you close your eyes is like really bright or fast movement. It would be more like a nightlight sort of color, um, like a, a dim, 
slow moving if it is moving sort of thing so I don't I don't think so yeah that's a good point okay so there's another thing with perception because in my mind I always think that like color to me is very energizing it's very exciting um and it's it's but it's, it's active. It's real active. And it's just that. So my first thought was I probably would want to stay awake. I would be energized. I'd be like a little bit kick of caffeine. And, um, I'd want to stay awake because I don't want to miss the, the light show, the color show. So, uh, <laughs> but if it was just that slow moving color, like a sunset, like watching a sunset, mm-hmm. that would be soothing and put me to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I feel like certain colors can be very soothing. And I do know, like, when I am trying to fall asleep, I always picture, like, the ocean. I find blues to be very calming. So Mm -hmm. if I'm, like, really trying to go to bed, I just try and picture that. So I think it's, too, like, the type of colors that calm you down. Yeah. When you're looking at, when you're thinking about the ocean, Natalie, is it the color of the ocean? Or are you actually seeing the waves, the movement of the ocean? It's both. It's both for me. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like that. I think that it, like everyone has their thing that like calms them down. Cause sometimes it's really hard to wind down at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's my yeah. little thing. And I feel like if I count like the waves, a lot of times I don't count sheep, I count the waves and then I, I can fall asleep because you can't do anything else when you're counting. So. Yeah. <laughs> we just you know, <laughs> I have used that so many times. I'm like, okay, you got to, you got to take your mind off of that. And Natalie said counting and I start counting and lo and behold. Yep. I think there's something to that because you're a list maker. I'm a huge list maker. And I think that too goes right hand in hand with counting because I can't, I feel like all of my life is like in order if I have three lists, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's something to it got my list right here <laughs> it's always here and yoga pants are a great place to keep your list with the phone pockets mm-hmm. I swear I'd never wear those pants with the phone pockets but guess what I don't care they work anyway they hold less it's good to have a pocket <laughs> got it gotta. it's really interesting the things that we focus on like the the different senses like Natalie when you were talking about the like ocean to go to sleep I mean there's a lot of things in an ocean scene that you could think about to help you go to sleep I I think some people are sound people like the sound machine market is big for a reason yeah um when I need to concentrate I'm a big sound person so like my Spotify raft just came out this year which if you don't have Spotify at the end of the year Spotify sends you statistics on what you listen to and who your top artists were and it's, it's a fun little event that happens every year and Chris was making fun of me because I listen to thunderstorms it's just a like an artist called thunderstorms on Spotify and it literally is just thunderstorms that's what I listen to when I need to concentrate I find it to be very soothing so that was my top artist of the year last year because I listened to it at work for like hours (laughs) yeah and so I was so excited to get my Spotify wrapped and that comes up and I was like, like, oh, well, how lame am I? <laughs> Rain on a tin roof is my top song. But, um, you know, when I need to focus, that's what I kind of latch on to is sound. And then I feel like I'm more visual when I'm trying to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But I think it kind of, it's different for every single person to your point. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So what do you think keeps you awake? All the stuff that has to get done. That's what keeps me awake at night. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't even matter if I am like absolutely exhausted because I've been going through this where I am so mentally and physically tired all of the time recently, but I still do not, I never feel like I get a good night's sleep. Even if I have slept for 10 hours, I wake up and I could use two more to feel normal. Yeah. And you almost go, would those two more make a difference? Because that's me too. Like I fall asleep fast, actually, when I hit the pillow and my uh, Fitbit just started something new with the sleep. It tells you how quickly you fell asleep. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. I, I don't know what the update was, but anyway, so I fall asleep fast, but I don't stay asleep. And once I wake up, it is like, I could be awake for hours and it's always, there's just too many, my head's thinking, my head is thinking. And you're just yeah. like, it started thinking when I was asleep. I didn't let it do that. Yeah. So it's hard. And, you know, to that point, Brent, I was thinking to myself, yeah, I don't have to get up right now, but I'm not sure if I stay in bed, if it's going to make any difference because no. Head won't stop thinking. That's what keeps me awake is a thinking brain. But not being able to shut it off and the the unconsciously not being able to shut it off still. Like when you're sleeping, it's not good sleep because your brain is still moving. Still thinking. Yeah. It's the I'm the same way. Same mm-hmm. way. It's like all the things I haven't done. Yeah. So typically if you if you wake up in the middle of the night, then it is you're right into it's there's some thought in your head. You're just, it's the thinking thing. Yeah. It's like the middle of the night. Sometimes it, depending on how far I wake up, I feel like there's a threshold where I'm conscious enough that like I, I will be up for an hour or two, but in the morning anymore, it's like, I wake up at seven o'clock with the sun and I have a list in my head, like mentally ready to go. Mm-hmm. And that's how I operate for the rest of the day, which is different than like, if you had asked me five years ago, that's not how I operated. Took me a while to get awake. I think that's just (laughs) growing up a little, but I have a whole queue basically ready for me when I wake up. And I do spend like the first, like I find 20 minutes just strategizing on, okay, what's my morning look like? What do I need to do when? And figuring out where I need to be. Yeah. But making the plan Mm -hmm. the first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So. so that, okay. So yeah, when we're younger and we don't have as much in our mind, it's, it's like, you don't wake up with that plan. You just kind of wake up because it's, you know, let me go get something to drink or something like that. And I got to tell you guys, cause I didn't mention this yet, but I'm retired. <laughs> and I got to tell you when you're retired, like, I think some people do still wake up with that plan, but I have really found that the one thing that gets me out of bed is to just go get a cup of coffee and don't think about anything just go get a cup of coffee. But I have time in the morning then after that cup of coffee is done to go, okay, now think about the plan. Because if I had to have that plan together before I get out of bed, mm-hmm. I'd be in bed all day. I would not get out of bed. So yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's that period of time where the working days always feel like wake up and run, you know, like wake up and go. It's like, oh, just wake up for coffee. Yeah. I feel like right now I like it. I like that grind, but it's yeah. going to get old. I, I, it's definitely going to get old. Yeah. It's good. It, it, you're productive. Don't you love that feeling of I'm productive? Yeah. 
yeah I yeah really when, do. when you are productive yeah yeah I think when your list when so like being a list maker I think when your list is like 20 things wrong and you're always adding new things every day it's really hard to be productive so I'm big on physical lists like I don't journal or anything but every morning I'm making a grocery list or I'm making a list for work a list for roots a list for my morning or if I'm going away a list for packing just so that I can check some things off because yeah. that's where my satisfaction comes from or those check marks mm-hmm. but it needs to physically be in front of me. Yeah, definitely. I'm right there with you. Give me the pa- give me the list on paper and pencil and let me cross it off. And have you found as you're like, you're going through your day and you need to add other things in. I like to number my list in the order of getting them done. And then you have to go from like, you go, oh, I got one, two, three, four, five. Ooh, I really need a four and a half. Uh-huh. <laughs> to my list, but and squeaking it in there because that also helps. Like having the right flow to that list is huge, huge. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys. So I think we covered all of our topics. Any other, any other things about what you see when you close your eyes? I think we just need to figure out how we're gonna get to see this light. <laughs> I want to see these the colors. We want to see the colors. Oh, yeah. These colors. <laughs> I, I put light out there. And I'm so sorry. It's the colors. Well, so Chris just got Headspace, which is an app. This is not wait, this is not an ad. This is not an ad. Um <laughs> he just got this app that's a meditation app. So I'm gonna try it and I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes. But I think that's the path to seeing more color is do some more meditation. Doing more meditation, yeah. So that you're really opening that mind and, and getting rid of the other stuff. You have to make room for color in your in your brain. Yeah. Room for color. Yeah. All right. I want to be a shrimp. I want to see all those colors. Yep. <laughs> Goals for 2023. Become a shrimp. <laughs> I love that for us. <laughs> so good. It's perfect. What do they call it? New Year's resolution complete. There you go. Yes. <laughs> We're all going to be shrimp. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, let's move on to the next order of business. Any podcasts that we want to shout out this week? I don't have any new ones. No? What about you, Kathy? I do have a shout. I'm going to shout the same one. It's not a new one. Well, it's a new episode, but again, I still love the weekly walk. And this week's topic was called Finter, F-I-N-T-E-R. And it's that season between fall and winter. It's the day after Thanksgiving until it turns into winter and we, we get into this frame of mind. It was a fun listen. Finter. New word. All right. I love it. It is Finter. I was thinking that today when I was driving, it's like so dark at five o'clock, but it's <sighs> cold and it feels like winter. I can't, not my favorite. You, you know how fast we like put away Thanksgiving. Like we want it to be so fallish on Thanksgiving day. We want the colors and the flavors. And then yep. the next day it's like, okay, now it's winter and yep. it's Christmas and it's, 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 it's red and green and cocoa put away the spice and the orange and the brown and everything. So yeah, it's a big, it's a big time. It's a big deal. It is big deal. big deal. Um, for me, I'm really big into the knitting vlogs on YouTube right now. I just love them. I think they're good rhythm to like knit to, I don't know. Um, if that's not your thing, that's okay. But I have been watching, there's a lot of vlogmas going on, which means they're, they're doing videos every single day. 
Nitty Natty is one of the ones that's doing a really good job, I think. And I've been watching hers and it's the advent yarn calendars. Mm-hmm. They unwrap one every day. It's I find it to be very exciting. So I've been watching those. Nitty Natty is probably my favorite. And then I'm still watching Crea Bea mm-hmm. um, on YouTube as well. And she's doing not a vlogmas, but like something similar every couple of days. But I really, I really, really like her. So um, that's what I've been watching and listening to. It's it's technically a podcast, but and do you find those in Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast as well? YouTube. Or- yeah, just on YouTube. It's not, it's more of like a video podcast, like a vlog. I would okay. say a lot of them have the podcast versions available too, where it's just the audio, but um, not, not all of them do. Some of them are just on YouTube. So cool. Yeah. I love them. All right, you guys, most important order of business. What is for dinner? I don't know. I have no idea. It's almost 8 p.m. and I haven't eaten dinner. I'm very hungry and I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what I had in the fridge. So I have no idea. I'll let you guys know next week. Yeah. Oh. Just updated. Could be, could be like a buttered noodles night or something like that. Um, okay. So we had pizza tonight. So we're, we're a little bit, we're day off in our pizza rotation. So we had pizza tonight and a shout out to one of our knitters, Gail, who, Ed can't eat a lot of tomato sauce who told me how to make my own little pizza. I don't make the crust, but how to put it together. So it was my little homemade pizza. Awesome. Fun. I made my Monday salad, my baked salad that I'm obsessed with. And it will be my personality until it gets warm out again. Um, (laughs) But it is sweet potatoes, broccoli, a red onion, and a can of chickpeas. You roast in the oven for about like 30 minutes. And then you put it over greens with, um, I make like a oil, vinaigrette, um, garlic, salt, pepper, honey, sauce, or dressing, not sauce. And I put that all on there and it's amazing. We add some avocados and chicken in. It's great. So Sounds delicious. Yeah. Did we see you you stir those vegetables a little bit? Yeah. Here, hold on. I'll move my, you can. I'm in my kitchen, but these are my veggies oh. all on one tray. And it oh, looks that's so, nice. so good. Oh my gosh. And the broccoli gets nice and crispy mm-hmm. in the oven. It's the best. Highly recommend giving it a try. There's no recipe. I found it on TikTok. Same place I found out about the shrimp. <laughs> yeah. And um, it, it's a staple now. Chris asks me about it every week. Like, can we do that salad again? Can we do that salad again? So nice. I yeah. loved the cooking demonstration that we just got. I, <laughs> that I was been awesome. Cooking my dinner this entire podcast. So if you heard my kitchen timer go off in the very beginning, I forgot it was on and I apologize, but <laughs> that is, that is why. <laughs> we're showing Brianna food and she's hungry. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm dying. It might just be butter noodles tonight. Cause I have other things to do. And I don't know. <laughs> come over. Come over. There's plenty here. You can have some. That looks really good. It's on the side, so you can just have veggies. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, you guys. Anything else? No. Add any news or updates? Well, we'll just remind everybody that, okay, this is episode 140 tonight. Can you imagine? No. And so 141 is next week, and we're going to, again, a 180. I guess I could call that a 360, but we're going to end up at the opposite end of where we started today. And we're going to talk about to-do lists. So get them ready, um, get them out of your head on the paper, and and let's see who can bring the longest to-do list to our podcast. 
I love it. I'm okay. here for it. I think I might win. <laughs> I think you might too. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my whole grocery list. I'm gonna go grocery shopping on Tuesday next week. <laughs> all right. All right, you guys. Um, we'd love to hear from all of our listeners and but and invite you to join us as a guest on a future podcast. We promise there's no work involved for you. You just need to send us an email. If you're interested, please email Kathy or Brianna and Natalie if you would like to join us on a show. Be sure to read the show notes for links to our emails. If you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. Hopefully you finished your project, drink, or walk by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Thank you.